Renault. Comenzar de nuevo está dirigido y gestionado por personas que se encontraron en tu misma situación. Te ofrecemos apoyo, acogida y toda nuestra experiencia de más de 15 años tratando esta problemática. Prueba un método nuevo para tu recuperación. Contacta con nosotros. Comenzar de nuevo. Teléfono 932184488. Estamos en Viladomal 78, tercera planta de Barcelona. Pasa cuando dos bells amics comencen una simple conversa que els porta una auténtica batalla sin treva. Para un sí o para un no, una producción teatral on la amistad y la amistad es posen en juego a l'escenari de la Sala Montaner. Para un sí o para un no, de Natalie Sarrauta, dirigida por Ramón Simó y protagonizada por Lluís Soler y Xavier Boada. Del 22 de gener al 9 de març a la Sala Montaner. Reserva ya ja las teves entradas. El periódico Gente es al diario de la Teva Ciudad. Todas las semanas te informem al detall de todo el que succeeix a la Teva Ciudad. Si vols saber el resultado del partido del teu equip o el que ha succeït a la darrera setmana a la Teva Ciudad, agafa cada divendres el teu exemplar de Gente en el teu punt habitual de distribución. Gente, el teu diari gratuït. It's 27th of January. I'm Kate and you're listening to English Radio on Radio Canal Barcelona 106.9 FM. This morning I'm joined from Georgina from TTC Theatre Group. Good morning. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Good, thanks. Yeah. So, to start the day off, we're going to do some news stories. Uh, as you all know, our news stories are always a little bit different, not your standard news. We do some strange news stories. So our first strange news story of today is the world's oldest Facebook member celebrated her 106th birthday 106 with yes 106 incredible the oldest social media person uh, and she celebrated her birthday this week with quite a lot of fans and family sending messages another strange uh, birthday story I heard this week where a couple who have four children with the same birthday yeah, that's odds in 1 in 13,000 chance. And the children, the baby was born in January and they have a five-year-old and twin siblings of two years, which means in the future they're going to have a 21st and 18th and 16th birthday parties on the same day. Oh my God, right. I don't know, maybe it's an advantage if you're a parent to have all the children's birthdays on the same day. Yeah, yeah, that could be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rent, rent one hole and get it over with. That's it, one party for all the kids, but maybe for the kids, not so much fun to share your birthday. Another strange story I read about this week was a UFO was reported to have been seen flying from Ibiza to Manchester. This story's just come out this week. Right, yeah. yeah. Ryanair. Actually, I think it was Thomas Cook. Uh, July last year, a pilot flying from Ibiza reported to have a near miss with a rugby-shaped metallic UFO. Seriously? Of course. They were actually over England when this happened, um, and the air traffic controllers were not able to identify this. 
However, more interesting, I thought, was that the head of air traffic control services admitted that once a month they have an unidentified flying object. But they have no idea what it is. This is the head of, just his head. Yeah, <laughs> the head of. And uh, on another strange story of this week, and there are more strange stories this week, this one's from Zimbabwe, and in a local police station, the policemen were frightened when a goblin jumped out of a suitcase. Naturally. Naturally. Now, when I first read this about goblins jumping out of suitcases, I thought, a little bit strange. Then I did some research, and it's quite common in Zimbabwe. There have been quite a lot of reported <laughs> stories. Goblins. Goblins jumping out of suitcases. Why are they in suitcases in the first place? I don't know if they're always in suitcases, but there are stories of people hiring goblins to bring them more money, of goblins going wrong and terrorising communities. Also, goblin stories are quite typical in Zimbabwe. I did also read, though, there was a goblin supposedly found in Girona in the woods also. Oh, wow. So it's more close to home. When one escaped. When one escaped. Today we have some celebrity birthdays. Today we're celebrating the birth of Mozart in 1756. We have the writer uh, Lewis Carroll of Alice in Wonderland. He was born in 1832. More modern or more current, we have Mimi Rogers at 56. Actor Alan Cunningham at 49. Mark Owen of Take That is 42. Uh, actress Bridget Fonda is 47. We have Nedra Tally of the Ronettes. That's interesting because nobody knows if she is 68 or if she is 70. And we have Brian Downey, the drummer of Thin Lizzy. He is 63 today. So I thought we'd start with a song from Thin Lizzy this morning. And our first song today is going to be Dancing in the Moonlight.
Thin Lizzy Dancing in the Midnight, and that was dedicated to Brian Downey, the drummer and one of the founding members of Thin Lizzy, who's celebrating today. So happy birthday to Brian, and happy birthday to anybody who's having a birthday today. Now, I'd like to speak to Georgina and hear about her project. Okay. Good morning, Georgina. <laughs> Hello, Kate. Um, the project, well, the project that we're working on at the moment, it's a theatre production called Six in the City 3, this is the sort of third rendition of two previous shows, Six and City and Six and City Two. Okay. They're six one-act plays. Each one of them is a between 10, 15 minutes. Okay. So the total show is about 90 minutes run. There's one, one intermission. Um, and the reason that we're doing it is that there's an organisation called AADAS, which is the Association de Assistencia de Mujeres Agredida sexualmente. Um, essentially, it's an association for women that have been sexually abused. Okay. So it's a it's a collective um, which give a huge amount of support to women, uh, legal help, medical help. They run training sessions. They run uh, therapy sessions. They're all about empowerment uh, for women that. Feel so that they've situation. got a phone line also where you can phone if yeah, you're attacked or something. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, what happened this time last year in February was that a group of women uh, got together and they put on the vagina monologues as a fundraiser. Okay. In Barcelona. Uh, in yeah. Barcelona, yeah. They did uh, they did some shows in English and they did some in Catalan. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, absolutely great. And um, they raised, I believe, either six or eight thousand euros, uh, which was fabulous. Um, and then I was thinking about the show over the summer last year, and the the problem when you give money to a, a, a collective or a charity is it's it's fabulous and they get initiatives going, but they don't have money to continue. Yeah, the follow up. So um, I met with them. I met with Gloria, who is one of the key people at the organisation, and Celia. Mm-hmm. And um, I've just really wanted to um, put some shows together as a, a kind of donation-based fundraiser um, okay. for for them. And um, so that's what we're doing. And uh, so we want to do this every year, at least one show a year, so that they've got ongoing commitment financially. Great. And for you as a writer, it must be quite nice having the commitment that you it's have great. to do this. Yeah, it's totally great. You've tied yeah. yourself up to the fact I that you know. need to do this every I've, year. I've, I've tied myself up to the fact that I've got to have a great time at least once a year. Great. Yeah, so uh, it's, it was excellent. So last... Um, Last summer I had a, I had some time, so I, I started writing the plays then. Okay. And then uh, I went through an editing phase and got people around to read them, get the pacing right. and Yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. And then the actors are all doing I it was going to say, free. I, I was going to say, who, I saw that awesome. your husband's one of your actors. Yeah, he's directing them as well because he can and because he's, he's around. And the, the actors, are, are, he's in a couple of them. 
And the other actors are just fabulous. They've they've been in lots of other productions. Um, are they all local actors? They're living here. Okay. So one person is from Barcelona, although mm-hmm. she spent the first two years in Venezuela, then she's now here. So she speaks English, Catalan and uh, Castellano. And um, one of the actors is from Finland. She's now living here. So English is the second language. Okay. Um, Stefan, he he's a, also does street performance on the Ramblers. Uh, he's Interesting, he's yeah. originally from Quebec, so it, English is not his first language. Although his language is his English is very good. Um, and uh, who else have we got? We Wendy's from Canada. Uh, Julia's from England. How um, did you find your actors with advertising uh, or word of mouth? No, it's it, people we've just come to know, and also uh, and also um, Julia. Uh, I think Hunter saw her in vagina monologues and she thought, thought she was great and would be really good for. One particular role. Okay. So after she liked to sort of a come and read, she was just excellent. So yeah, she came on board as well. But it's it's great. The commitment is fabulous. So yeah, we're going up soon. How many days are you doing? Uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do three days mm-hmm. in Casa del Mar, mm-hmm. um, which is the civic centre with a very nice theatre on Rambla Prim. It's just off. Yeah, it's it's just the nearest metros are mm-hmm. Jerzanes and Parallel. Okay. But very nice theatre, super comfortable. Not like some of the civic centres. It's a really good place. They've been very very um, uh, excellent in in terms of getting us into the theatre to use the space for this fundraiser. Okay. Um, so officially, we're going to do dates there on February the 22nd, which is a Saturday, mm-hmm. and then the 28th, which is a Friday, this mm-hmm. is February, and then Saturday the 1st of March. But we're also going to do a sneak peek. I saw that, three of six. Yeah, well, possibly two. It, it depends on time. Two okay. or three, we're going to do a sneak peek at Seven Sins, mm-hmm. okay, which we're going to do at nine o'clock on Friday the 21st of February. So the regular shows at Casa del Mar are at seven, but we're going to do a sneak peek. And you said that tickets are on a donation basis? Yeah, we've got three scales. We we would really like people to come see the show. And if they haven't got much money, just come go go look at the tickets. There's some different options. Uh, we'd really like people to remember that this is a donation. So there's no money uh, that's taken on the door. Everything is advanced booking. Okay. And then the money goes straight into um, the AADAS account. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got tickets for 12. We've got some student tickets for six. Nice. And um, we've also got uh, a special group of tickets. Uh, I think we did 30 tickets for anyone that goes to see the Pops 2 show. Okay. Which is going up two weeks before. I've got to play in that one and Julia's directing one of them. So we, you know, as a sign of courtesy, we wanted to offer that if somebody keeps that program, then they can get um, a 50% uh, okay. donation. Yeah. A, so loyal, go look. a loyalty scheme. Yeah, go look at, um, it's Good. on, exactly, uh, it's on eventbrite.com, but there's the, all the details are going to be up on my website just to link into. And on Facebook, we're going to, uh, there's a group called, event called 66, which is, sorry, is it 66? Yeah, no, 63, of course it's 63. S-I-X and then the number three. Okay, mm. event 63 and to buy the to buy the tickets to make the advance booking is mm. Eventbrite. It's at Eventbrite, yeah, and look under fundraiser and you'll see six three there as well. But I'll put all the details onto my website. Too. Okay, perfect. And we'll add them up on our Facebook page as well. So please go along and listen. And how did you get involved in theatre or the how did you establish your theatre company? Um, when we were, we were living in New York for about 11, 11, 12 years and 
Hunter, my husband, he he did a playwriting course. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's always been re- uh, writing for comic books and lots of things. He did a playwriting course at HB Studios, which is a big one in New York. And then he started writing plays and they put on shows there. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he got a lot of encouragement to keep doing more. And then he got involved with um, Lee Wilhelm, who did a lot with Sam French uh, and was involved with the Sam French Film Festival. So mm-hmm. working with him as well, he got he really got the bug. And I got put, wrote, roped into producing. Uh, and then, That was your first that contact was, with yeah, theatre, was producing. Really producing, yeah. yeah. I don't recommend it. Uh, no? <laughs> it's the least fun part of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but then after uh, we after we came here, um, it's a str- it's a much better country for creativity, I find. Being here, um, you, you you figure out your day in a very different way. And Time's just different. I it's think it's totally wonderful, and you just make time for the things that you always wanted to do, and you just start living a life. Strange, uh, isn't fabulous. it? Fabulous, yeah, fabulous, yeah. I, I, if I, if you're living in New York now and you're listening in, move to Barcelona. Yeah, there I go. If you're in the UK, also yeah, get yeah, out, yeah, get come over, over to Spain. Leave your umbrella at home. Are different. Yeah, totally. I know. Not only the weather. It's strange though. I do find that the day seems to last longer over here. Yeah. I can't explain it. Yeah. I don't. Know, I don't know how to explain that. It just seems to be like you were saying. There's more hours in the day, or that you're able to do things at different times of the day, or. I'm not sure what, what it is. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, I guess there's something in the air. I don't know. Yeah. And all your other actors who are doing this are professional actors or part-time actors? Or they're, again? All, they're all part-time, but a lot of them have, uh, you know, they've, they've uh, Julia, for instance, she taught as a drama teacher. She's got a whole background in drama. Uh, Hunter worked at one of the theatre companies that go around doing te- uh, kids' shows, Um I think when Wendy, for instance, she was she won the lead actress for the Forty Eight Hour Film wow. Project. Um, Julia won Best Film. So they've all, you know, a lot of uh, Stefan's been hanging out on a Ramblers for quite a long time, doing lots of stuff, <laughs> which is incredible. See one of the statues down the Ramblers. He's, or he's the guy yeah. that's yellow, very very yellow. Is he a yellow yeah. guy down the Ramblers? If you see a yellow guy, just say hi, oh, Stefan. That's Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> It's quite a change from statue. It, it really is moving around a bit, yeah. Um, Anna Isabella, does, she does a lot of improv. Um, and um, Oleg's Russian. So, yeah, they're all from all over. One thing I think is very important to mes- mention for listeners is that there will be translations also, yeah. So yeah. you have a translation company preparing word lists Exactly, before. yeah, BBL Translation, a lovely company here uh, in Barcelona. They do a lot of work and the... Um, the owner of the company, uh, we're preparing uh, the uh, vocabulary list, which covers the vocabulary, key vocabulary in all of the plays. So it's going to be in English, Catalan and Cassiano. This is and great. And that's going to be just, just either email me or just download it from my website. That's so that'll a great be up way. Two, two weeks before the play's great come. way to know better what you're doing. Yeah, you know, and if you understand it a little if, bit, if, you, if English isn't your first language, don't panic. Just come see it. No, enjoy. As an English teacher, I always say the best way is to get out, get listening. And especially yeah. if people are not, not native speakers, it can be easier to understand. Yeah, really. And that's why we're doing the sneak peek at Seven Sins. Just come and mingle with the actors and, you know, listen. They're, they're, half of them are not native English speakers. And I think that's incredible what they're doing. But Amazing. The others are as well. It takes too. a lot of confidence to do that. Yeah, they're, another they're language. awesome. They're totally awesome. Yeah. I think we're going to hear the Ronettes next. Right. And Baby, I Love You. <laughs> Have I ever told you I 
That was the Ronettes, Baby I Love You. Uh, we're now going back to Georgina, and I thought Georgina could maybe explain a little bit about what each of the plays are about. Oh, okay, yeah, great. Well, Without giving it away, <laughs> don't spoil no it. No plot points, major plot points. Um, well, this, this, the idea behind the, the plays is that we wanted something that was really simple um, staging, because this is to raise as much money as we can for AADAS, so... The idea of spending, you know, 10 billion euros on a set just wasn't in the, on the card. Yes. Um, so I, I decided I wanted to just make it simple and transferable. So all of the plays um, just have one table and two chairs. And that's pretty much it. Very basic props. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. But then each of the plays are really different from each other. Mm-hmm. So in terms of themes, um, it starts off with Glenda, which is most definitely about longevity. Uh, and, and what you can do in life does not, um, you know, finish when you're 100. Just put it that way. Um, so that that one's a very much sort of like a, a let's call it a thoughtful comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes into sort of a play called Bloody Hell, which is much more about kind of a community, slightly Orwell oversight, and uh, really trying to figure out a guy with a problem. Um, and the solution naturally is steeped in a cocktail. Okay. So, Orwell and cocktails. Combined. Yeah, I wish they always should have been really. I thought we would have got George Orwell smiling a bit more. Um, and then there's a kind of more of a futuristic play, uh, which is really, I really like technology. Mm-hmm. And it's very much about what we think might happen in the future. But in fact, if you read the mags, all these things are happening now where okay. people, people are tracking everything. Yes. We know where you are. Mm-hmm. We really do. And if you think that your bank account is safe, think again. You know, yeah. it's just, it's anything can be hacked. So it's a little bit more like that. It's called The Interview. It's actually based on a kind of like a human resources woman that's got slightly, um, I don't know, a bit more power than she needs. Um, so then you go into exhibition. And um, after that, there's a, more of a traditional, well, you think it might be, it's kind of not, but you think it's going to be a traditional um, dating scene. But mm-hmm. it, in fact, it's more of a, it's more of a thriller. Um that's play okay, four. So a twist. That's right. That's perception. And then play five is called the trip. And you mentioned earlier, Kate, um, Lewis Carroll's birthday. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. So Lewis Carroll, this, kind of druggy. Well, it's down the rabbit hole. It kind, it kind of is. The characters are called Alice and Lewis, and there's lots of and uh, there's lots of things within the play which you just um, once you figure out, you know, Lewis Carroll, all the pieces are there. Okay. But it's also about a story of exploration of life and um, what we think we were at one point and where things lead us. Um, okay. But it's actually kind of a love story. Very interesting. Um, and, then the, and then the final play is Then and Now, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of like school reunions. Um, my, my brother got married last year. He was living with a woman for 20 years. They finally decided to get married. I've avoided school reunions forever, but I had to go to the wedding and then all these people from his school were there. So, yeah, it was like four school reunion. And the dynamics of it, it was a fantastic wedding. But then I was thinking about, okay, if it hadn't have been and if I hadn't liked the people. What would have happened? What would have happened? So So that was that one. That was that one. That's it. Yeah. So they're the the six. Were these ideas that you've had for a long time? And you've just found the medium to put them together or? It's it's kind of bits and pieces. I mean, I think, you know, we all wake up every day and 6,000 thoughts go through our heads. And if you catch one of them and just want to see if it goes anywhere. I find, though, when you start writing, you have a very strong idea about something and then it goes spiraling off in a completely different direction. Yeah. 
and something that you think you want to write as a comedy ends up as a, a massive, yes. you know, cry fest. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But then you have to think, I don't, do I ever want everyone crying their eyes out every moment with it? No, no. No. You've got to bring it back. So, uh, no, it's, you'd start with ideas and it's like with anything. It's, uh, and you said also that you've written another play, which is another part the, a week before on the 21st of February. Uh, in fact, the, uh, another play uh, is, is a show called Pops 2, mm-hmm. which is Playtime Theatre Company. Okay. They're running from 6th, 7th, 8th and 9th of February. Okay. Um, and I've got one of the plays. They're doing three plays and one of them is mine. It's called Sight. And um, so there's three different playwrights for that. There's mm-hmm. Todd, me, and I don't remember the guy's name for the third play. But they're going up at the, um, I think it's Bessos Mar Civic mm-hmm. Centre. And I think their show starts at 8 o'clock. Okay. And that's on, yeah, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th February. How would you describe this show? Uh, it's wool. Okay. Well, each of the plays are really different. Mine's totally light. Mm-hmm. It, well, they've built it as, uh, um, I think. It, yeah. I personally thought it was fact, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> um, that's interpretation. Very different you thought it was well, and fact, fact, you know, they're probably right. I think they're probably right. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of surreal, but I like surreal. Uh, surreal's good. I think surreal's great. It's where we should all be. So it's on the edge of sort of you know magic realism, if you like. Um, nice. But it's it's a it's a lot of fun, and I've seen some of the work they've done to put the set together, and it looks phenomenal. Looks apps. I can't wait to see it. How long is that play? Um, well, the sh- their show is probably the same. It's about ninety minutes. Okay, with, so maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, with a one and this and this play is about I think sites about twenty minutes. Okay, twenty twenty five minutes. Okay, but it's it's it looks great, absolutely great. So I'm very excited, very excited to see that. So if you need any or want to see any English theatre, have a look on our webpage later on our Facebook page, and we'll have all of Georgina's details. We'll also have a link into AADS, the great. Women's Charity for Sexual Assault. Thanks. They yeah. offer great support. Uh, their main things are that they have a phone line if you need to phone somebody. They have legal advice and support if you. A psychologist, and as Georgina says, they also do group training, activities, self-defense courses, therapies. And they're all tied in with the Generalitat, so yeah. they've got full support from lots of places, but they do need funding. Really so this do. is a really important charity if anybody has any ideas yeah. how to fundraise, to make a donation. Do, and if, if you can't make the shows, I mean, just please make a please donation a f- anyway. Think about a donation, it's on, their, it's on their website, yeah. Yeah, such an important service. Great. And small and local charity yeah. at the same time. Another charity project I wanted to talk about today also, which coincidentally Georgina knows about too, as we found out last night, was Esperanza. And this is a new project set up by three women in Barcelona, one of which is actually one of uh, the actresses. Yeah, Julia. Julia Fossi, yeah. And Julia, Julie, and I think it's Libby's the other one, have set up uh, routes going around Raval area, giving food and clothing to homeless. Uh, They're doing Thursday and Saturday nights, I think, at the moment. And this is a very new project. I think it's been going less than a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And they've already got quite a lot of volunteers out in the streets handing out soups, uh, sandwiches, Mm -hmm. clothing. So, again, if anybody has anything that they'd like to, if they'd like to give some time or food or money or clothes, we'll have the link up. Again, they've got a Facebook page. This is a really important project as well. Yeah, it looks fantastic, really. And it's uh, lo- a lot of people are just about hearing about it now and they're, they're attracting 
people just want to help. You know, they've got a bit of time and they can help. It looks, it's a phenomenal thing that they've done. Yeah, yeah I think it's really good. They've set up very quickly. So they're either, I think they've got, they started with one route and now they've got three routes going around Raval and the parks. And like I said, they're handing out flasks of hot soup, sandwiches, clothing, fruit, fruit. Like they that, said yeah. that also dog food, cat food or anything. So it could be a mixture of you if you don't have any time, mm-hmm. but you'd maybe be able to donate some items. Or the reverse, if you want to do some volunteering at night, I think they're going out about 8 o'clock at night um, around the Raval area. I think so, around about And it's in groups of threes, and they really need some men. So if there's any men who'd like to volunteer, (laughs) they need some male volunteers. What also is going on this week in Barcelona? A few things going on. The, The Saddies... I think it's, I hope it's the Saddies as I pronounce this correct from Toronto. Uh, they're playing tonight in Sidecar. They've uh, got 17 albums and 20 years in the business. Thursday night is the biggest concert of the week is Michael Bublé. Wow. Wow, okay. yes, he's in uh, Palau San Jordi. I have to admit that we don't really listen, but I do like his Spider-Man version that he does. <laughs> he does a very good version of Spider-Man, actually. Another great piece of news is that most of the cinemas uh, have decided to start up Los Miércoles al Cine. And this is the project that they did in October to reduce the prices to less than five euros. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday is the day to go to the cinema. And most of the cinemas in Barcelona are participating. And this is until the middle of April to try and encourage people to go back again. Uh, they realised that people were going to the cinema when the prices were reduced more than downloading. So mm-hmm. this is a good opportunity to Great. try and go again. And we have a song, I think, should be Macy Gray and I Try. Games changes and fears When will they go from here? When will they stop? I believe that fate has brought us here we should be together, babe, but we're not. I play it off, but I'm dreaming of you. And I'll keep my cool, but I'm feeling. I try to say goodbye, and I choke. I try to walk away, and I stumble. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. Where you are my name
That was Macy Gray and I Try. Great song. Yeah, we were just talking about the fact that Glen, uh, the first play of uh, Georgina is called Glenda and is about uh, a 102-year-old woman who climbs Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro? That's correct, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing that she does. Yeah, one yeah. of the yeah. <laughs> One of the zillion things we do. We actually got onto the subject of this because, uh, aside from the other birthdays that have been celebrated this week, I also wanted to say happy birthday to my grandmother. And my grandmother actually was on Saturday 102. Yeah, Yeah, she's 102, but she's actually in Australia. And she's called Glenda. She's actually called Cathy. So I need to say happy birthday, Gran. 102 in Australia. But... Also, she uh, shares her birthday with uh, Rabbi Burns. Oh, right. Yeah, so uh, to those of you who don't know, Rabbi Burns was or is Scotland's most famous poet. And every year on the 25th of January, his birthday, we celebrate Burns Night. And there were actually a few Burns Nights taking place in Barcelona this weekend. I unfortunately did not get in. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, uh, Rabbi Burns was born in 1759. And he was a farmer who became a poet and was seen as Scotland's uh, most celebrated poet and was very popular from working classes through to high society, was always seen as a bit of a ladies' man also. And for uh, Saturday, Saturday uh, this year anyway, uh, the Burns Supper is traditionally haggis. Do you like haggis, Georgina? I, I do, actually, yeah, yeah. Do you do like I it, do. yes? Yeah, I lived in Scotland for four years, and uh, it's it's odd. It's, it's the sort of thing that you almost decide you're not going to like, and you have not you think, actually, this is really tasty. It is, and I think for those who have not tried it here, it's a sausage, um, uh, bigger than a sausage. It's called a pudding. Um, it's maybe about, I don't know, half a kilo, and it's made of oats, blood, liver, so it's uh, intestines, which doesn't sound good, but combined together, it's very good. And at the dinner, when they celebrate this, uh, the haggis is brought in and a piper comes in with the bagpipes. And then there is a poem read and addressed to the haggis. Um, (laughs) And after, yes, Burns dinners are always interesting because there's always quite a lot of alcohol. (laughs) I was going to say no alcohol if you're talking to a haggis. I know, (laughs) First, and then, yeah, then of course there is a toast uh, to the haggis, <laughs> then there is dinner, then there is a toast to the ladies, and somebody stands up and talks about all the women in the room, and then a woman replies, and there's a toast to the men, and the evening just continues really as a mixture of toasts and whiskey, and a bit of haggis, and a bit of Scottish dancing. Can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And Robert Burns, obviously, uh, aside from being very famous in Scotland, uh, has inspired a lot of people around the world. Uh, Bob Dylan uh, claims that My Love is Like a Red, Red Rose is his favourite song which gave him the most inspiration. Robert Burns also was the first person to have Coca-Cola tins with his face on them, which is quite a surprise wow. also. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. No, he was. He was the first one that had uh, Coca-Cola tins on. A couple of years ago, uh, before he died, Michael Jackson recorded an did, album yeah. of burn songs he did record an album of burn songs and there is talk about this coming out uh, in an album also there are more memorials dedicated to robert burns around the world only christopher columbus and uh, queen victoria have more Oh, I know, quite surprising terrific. and the oldest one goes back to australia from 1826 
Um, Old Lang Sang, which everybody sings at New Year, was by Robert Burns and is recognised as the one of the three most popular songs in the English language. Yeah. Yeah. Along with Happy Birthday and For He's a Really Good Fellow. <laughs> they also think that uh, Burns' skull was bigger than the average man. Not mm-hmm. sure how the comic account was this. After he died and was buried in Dumfries, his body was exhumed in 1815. And while the body was above ground, a plaster cast was taken to be studied uh, of his head, and they discovered that it is larger than the average person's head. Mm. I don't know exactly okay. what that means exactly. And um, also, Burns' work has encouraged from writers. J.D. Salinger's Catchers in the Rye is based on the poem Coming Through the Rye, and John Steinbeck's Of Mice and Men comes from the poem To a Mouse, the best laid, sca- oh. the best laid mm. plants of mice and men. Mm. Do you like Burns? Uh, have you read any? Not really. I have to say, not really. No. I mean, I'll, I'll know the bits that you've mentioned, and I think the one thing you always think of Burns is, um, um, well, you, you you think of Old Lang Syne. That's the first thing. Old Lang Syne's always yeah. the first one that everybody thinks of. Yeah, really. Yeah, but other than that, no. I think McGonagall, and <laughs> it's probably a bit more McGonagall, than McGonagall. <laughs> yes, poet from my city. Yeah. yeah, I should explain. McGonagall was seen as a kind of joke poet. Yeah, yeah. Figure in the. He's the one that people quote all the time. Possi- pro- probably more than Robbie Burns. Yeah, Strange, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, really. How was your time in Scotland? Did you enjoy it? I did. I had a really good time. Yeah, I don't remember much about it. Um, that's because you were a student, I'm that's presuming. I was a student. Yeah, um, I remember be- living in a stone cottage with no heating uh, for, for a year, really? and it was very, very cold. And I don't, I haven't really been ill since. Where was that? Near Stirling. It, it was in Stirling. It was at the Wallace Monument. Okay. And uh, I think I was I was so ill for a year that I almost like it was almost like going to a health spa in res- in reverse. Okay. <laughs> That you come out and you've you've got immune to life and death and everything after that, um, but yeah, it was a really good time. It was at the time the English department was great. Uh, okay, it had a really good uh, reputation. Stirling uh, University has always had a good name. It, it has. I'm not sure if it's still got a good name. I think it's kind of lost the plot a bit. But um, at the time, it, they had some really good teachers, and uh, yeah, I, I, had a, I had a really excellent four years. Yeah, yeah recommend going there it was apparently the the campus is designed uh, all the residences were designed on a swedish prison system really but swedish prisons are quite nice so yeah they were kind of like these sort of cells and stuff but yeah i just don't spend much time in them but it was very it was great go to sterling to study if you like and, an and go, go to study and get wet yeah because it rained every day for, incredible for you, except for august which was the only month i wasn't there incredible rain i think the west coast is 200 days of rain a year nice which is just (laughs) (laughs) another reason to live in barcelona would be to to be avoiding the bad weather of scotland i suppose on a more political side about scotland obviously as well about living there is it's free to study in scotland and it's about nine thousand in england yeah and in fact i was the last year that it was free to study anywhere and then the, the laws changed the, the following year. After just, the grants just and the loans. They, just after they let, they let me graduate. Perfect timing. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. It was great. A really lovely place. It's um, Stirling's quite... Because they've got the castle. They've got a lot of old buildings there as well. Oh, well, it's monument and things. Yeah, and it's beautiful countryside around it. And fa- funnily enough, my uh, it's very near um, Dunblane Hydro, mm-hmm. uh, which my mum was evacuated to in the war. 
Really? She lived next to Kenley Aerodrome, so when she was being bombed out of her home, so they moved her to Scotland, so she, she came up for my graduation. Okay. To the hydro. It's great. Andy yeah. Murray's not bought, has he bought the hydro? He's either bought the hydro or another big hotel in Creef, because he's, he? yeah, mm-hmm. in, the, in the area, yeah. Yeah, Dublin Blaine, yeah. It's lovely area. Places like Callander, Bridge Allen. Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful countryside. It's so, beautiful. Yeah, you just go wandering for ages. You know, they've got this. It's, Sterling's lovely. It's got these places called the uh, the Hermitage, and yeah. you just go up and down. You know, fabulous place. Yeah, it's a great place. There we are. Tourist advertising for Scotland. Go to Scotland. <laughs> go, to go to Scotland. Go to Scotland. Forget yeah, London. Visit. Forget London. We're actually going to have a Scottish song, and we're going to have Robbie Burns. Um, well, actually, Eddie Reader singing Rabbi Burns, which is My Love is Like Red Red Rose. And happy birthday to my gran, yeah. 102. <laughs> my love is like a red, red rose It's newly sprung in June My heart is like a melody It sweetly plays its tune Fair art thou, my bonnie lad So deep in love am I And I will love thee still, my dear Till all the seas can drain Till all the seas can drain, my dear the rocks melt with the sun, and I shall love thee still, my dear. The sands of life shall run, but fare thee will, my only love. Fare thee will.
That was Eddie Reader singing My Love Is Like a Red Red Rose and I'd like to dedicate that to my grandmother in Australia. We were just talking there um, about the Glenda character from Georgina's play who's 102 and not given up and I was explaining how my gran actually left Scotland at 75 and went to Australia and is still there. <laughs> 27 years later and enjoying life and we're saying it's a great example of why life does not have to be the same way forever exactly isn't it and it's just uncanny they're both 102 I yeah, think it's fantastic that she's she moved it's it's a really difficult decision i think 75 it was a very hard decision i think at the time because the idea was of leaving all the family behind yeah. in scotland but frankly the lifestyle was much better in australia the quality of living was higher the the price of food and things was mm. cheaper also and, and nursing care there is actually really good as yeah, well. Yeah, much better. Yeah. And she also moved in with my aunt, who was a nurse, which doubled up oh, that. Yes. Yeah. Though I have to say, though, that my grandmother, age 102, was a nurse and regularly reminds the staff of the nursing home <laughs> that she still remembers how we should be doing things. But just how we were talking there in the break, though, also about using Skype with older relatives and everything. Everything has completely changed the yeah. concept of moving. Yeah, really, yeah. I was, we were talking about, I was, I was Skyping with my dad yesterday and he's... Uh, He's he, he's um, he's been a bit ill, but um, he wants to go and see his friends in Florida. And they're like, "Well, go." And he's like, "Well, what if something happens?" So it happens, so but it happens. just go, just, just go. go and have a laugh, you know, seize and stop the, being rained on in London. I know, seize the opportunity yeah. and the moments to do things. Yeah, yeah. How long have you been in Barcelona, Georgina? About four years. Uh, yeah, just over four years. Yeah, yeah. And what's your impression of the city? After um, you came from New York. Yeah. Yeah, we're in New York for about eleven, twelve years. Um, I, I worked, uh, I worked all the time in New York, uh, 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 every day, every hour, every minute, every weekend, every. Not fast. Yeah, um, I was. Uh, the last thing I was doing there, I was recruiting for Citigroup. Okay. Um, but at the uh, the senior executive levels, the people that ran countries <laughs> and ran credit card divisions, so the people wow. you want to shoot. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Hence why they changed to Barcelona and writing yeah, plays. Exactly, and th- and then I managed to make Wall Street crash, and um, so it was a good opportunity to decide if I wanted to be there forever or if I wanted to make a change. And I really did want to make a change. New York's fantastic to visit. I, I wouldn't recommend living there mm-hmm. and working there unless you work for a big multinational. It's very difficult to work for a very small firm. Okay. Expensive, um, I imagine. With. It's it's okay. I mean, you know, it's it's expensive because healthcare was it's seven hundred and fifty dollars a month. You know, and um, and rent's about the same. Um, but for people that have to pay for education as well, that's that's why they don't have any money. Um, but the th- the things of I wanted to live on the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. Uh, just one of those things. I just thought, okay, I, yeah, I want to move, so I'm going to go. All right, I'll go there. So. Um, and I couldn't really change my mind because I shipped my stuff to Barcelona and I hadn't been here before. So I was hoping Random I'd like jump. it. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a beautiful city. And I th- I th- if you live here for quite some time, you start to forget how beautiful it is. Um, so I think just keep looking up at the sky and then look at the tops of the buildings and I'm look al- at the colour and look at the light. I'm always bumping into people because I'm always looking up. <laughs> I'm terribly nosy. I'm always looking up at windows and there's a lovely terrace. There's a lovely balcony buying into a lamppost. Yeah, Yeah. and the buildings are lovely. The the facades of the building, you walk down a street 
maybe you've walked down a hundred times, but this time you do look up yeah. and you see a design or a colour or something that you haven't seen. You think, God, it's lovely here. It, re- it really is. So clarity of the light's fantastic as well. And uh, The I sky just seems to go on here. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. And I think if you've lived in um, Scotland and certainly London, the, you know, you, you're banging your head on the sky. Yeah. It's that close. But, yeah. um, and New York's not great either. So it's it's got actually quite a horrible climate, but Barcelona's just way better. So you can just appreciate the beauty of the place. I know, and just have a coffee in yeah, the street. Totally. Just have a coffee and people watch. In. Oh, yeah, do that. You know, and then later on have a glass of wine. <laughs> well, that's it. That's yeah. it. The justification <laughs> almost becomes easier. It's a suit of a glass. Yeah, I never justify I was reading an article at the weekend and it was talking about a bar, uh, I think a bar or a restaurant in the UK serving beer at nine ten o'clock in the morning and people being horrified. And I was thinking here how often you see people, especially workmen early in the morning, mm. Everything's different. The culture, how we accept things, how we deal with things, yes. the normality is completely different. It, it is, and especially it's quite weird that they, you know if you raise an eyebrow at nine to ten, but it's okay to get absolutely smashed in the evening. It's completely it's bizarre. It's just totally different. It's completely bizarre. Yeah. Now remember, because we're running out of time here, I'm just looking at the clock that we've only got a few minutes left. So please follow us on Facebook. You can find us on English Radio. Um, also, please listen the rest of the week. Tomorrow's Abigail, Wednesday's Philip, Thursday is CNV. Uh, they have another theatre guest on, and Friday is Katrina. Um, have a good week, people, and follow us on Twitter too. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you, Georgina. Thanks so much, Kate. Bye. As he was walking down the street, the city far to view. Oh, there he spied a bonnie lass, the windy peeking through. Oh, Charlie's my darling, my darling, my darling. Charlie's my darling, the young Up the stairs and tiddled at the pen. And who's so ready but herself to let the laddie in? Oh, Charlie's my darling, my darling, my darling. Charlie's my darling, the young chevalier. Set his jenny on his knee, all in his highland dress. For Brawly really kept the way to please a highland lass. Oh, Charlie's my darling, my darling, my darling. Charlie's my darling, the young chevalier. Scrubby Glen, we dare not gang a milking for Charlie and all of his men. Ooh, baby, dear, oh, Charlie.